This episode of the Buffalonian Podcast is brought to you by the Buffalonian Division of the Cast Source Podcast Network, a podcast network built by Buffalonians for Buffalonians, featuring the shows such as the Goatheads Podcast and the Buffalonian Podcast. We cover Bills, Sabres, and more, with more shows on the way very soon. And the Cast Source Podcast Network covers many genres, including sports, business, mental health, marketing, and entertainment. Featuring the podcast shows such as Sports Bring People Together, Limitless, Saviors of the Metaverse, and The Athletic Mindset. Learn more at castsource.com slash podcast. And without further ado, let's get into the Bills, Sabres, Hot Takes, Trivia, and more of the Buffalodian Podcast. All right, let's go. are back with the Buffalonian podcast. I'm Joe Kelly, and as always, I'm joined by Dom Moss and Mike Marino. We are here with the 2023 NFL Draft Special. It's uh, it's very exciting. It's finally here after months and months of waiting. Um, we're really looking forward to getting started with this. We're just kind of, we're going to be your guide through it, if you will. Uh, you know, we're, we're not going to take any flack away here from the ABC Sunday game day or whatever college game day crew or anything along those lines. But uh, yeah, I mean, as the picks come in, you know, we'll, we'll pop on, give our thoughts, but basically we're, we're here for the, the bills first pick gentlemen want to chime in on anything. Whatever. What are we feeling going into this right now? I mean, let's refresh. Who's the first pick, whether or not it's a trade back, who's the first person picked by the Buffalo bills. Well, it all depends on how the board falls. It's kind of hard to predict who will be there. Well, who did we say the other but night? But if, if the board falls a certain way and they lean receiver, uh, Zay Flowers from Boston College is a good pick. Uh, Josh Downs, though, slot receiver from the University of North Carolina, but he's more of a second-round player. So at that point, they might trade back, uh, depending on how the board falls. But, you know, it's, it's a it's a wait-and-see process at pick 27. So it's yeah. exciting. Mike? No, I still say offensive line. I said DeWan Jones – the other day, um, you know, maybe if for some reason, like a Paris Johnson were to fall, mm-hmm. you know, darn all right. Um, you know, I really think they're just going to target that offensive line to kind of re- restructure that because we saw how it was kind of a weak point last season. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm, a, I'm on an O-line with you, Cyrus Torrance. I would love to see. Um, but as Dom said, it's a waiting game to see how the board actually falls and what happens. So, I mean, I know – Tom, to plug Dom's brother Jeremy, I mean, we're hoping if, if D Hop comes down, we've got something special planned. So we're uh, we're we're hoping for DeAndre Hopkins. I get like that's that's the big news that could happen that could come out of a trade back. Um, that would be something really exciting. So we're hoping that happens. But for right now, we're gonna step aside. I think unless anyone else wants to add anything for now. No, he's dropping his phone and Dom face phone. down, phone cracked on the ground. But it's we're gonna step aside mind. for a little bit. And uh, as the draft starts, begins, we'll pop on, 
give our thoughts of what's going on at the time. And we'll be right there uh, more frequently starting towards the Bills pick. So uh, feel free to comment on uh, wherever you're watching, too, if you have any questions or, you know, what happened, you missed it. We'll be able to tell you and whatnot. So, um, yeah, 27th pick, Buffalo Bills. We'll be right here for it, maybe picking later. The off chance they pick earlier. I don't know. It could go anywhere. It's draft day. It's exciting. The first round's about to begin. But we bid you adieu for now. And we will be back shortly with you here on the Buffalonian Podcast 2023 NFL Draft Day Special. Bills are on the clock. Yeah, the Bills traded. Bills are on the clock. Yeah, we traded up to pick 25. I knew I saw him on the Jumbotron there. Bills are on the clock. Here we go. What are they trading up for? I don't understand. I don't know either. I the, again. What do you think they're trading up for? I don't. I don't know. Going to be Edge, Nick Gary. Nick Gary says Edge. I mean Nolan Smith. Could be. Could I be. I don't think I'd be mad at that. I. This is crazy. I was not. Are we sure they traded up? Oh, the Bills. I, everyone's no, it is, doing, it is trade alert. Yeah, trade alert. Who is Bean going after to the Bills? I mean, we traded 27 to 24 last year. It's 27 to 25 this year. Is it the same price as the fourth? I don't know. I don't. I mean, it's got to be Nolan Smith, right? Okay. This is it. It's the moment we've all been waiting for right here. Four minutes, 11 seconds on the clock for the Bills. That'd be cool. I'd be okay with that. Kind of a slow, like a blitzing linebacker. I don't know. But who would? I just don't know. You'd have to, like. Well, they dropped. This is important that they they purposely had to have thought Dallas was going to take them. You know what I mean? Like they jumped Dallas for a reason. Yeah. And they jumped, and they wanted to solidify this pick, so they wanted no one behind them to jump. But I don't know who is it. The tight ends? Like, are we thinking that they want one? Like they think they want? But I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't want them to pick anyone until they they can show that they can use Dawson Knox. Yeah. I All hope right. they don't take of course, they go to commercial. We're gonna, we're gonna stick. Year. We're gonna stick. Every year. We're gonna stick around for this commercial break. Every year. And just chit chat for a minute. Every Three minutes. Year, every year they go to commercial before the Bills. Believe play. me, I know. Three minutes, eighteen seconds now on the clock. I would Bills. highly suggest not looking at your phones. Do not, because I'm pretty sure my phone just blew up. Do so. not look at your phones. Do not. Do not. We got comments coming in. I'm actually a little nervous. I don't really know what to say here. Careful, maybe someone spoils it. Yeah, that would really suck. Yeah, we just got trade comment. That's it. <laughs> just trade, just trade, nothing else. So it's got to be twenty-seven. Yeah, twenty-seven. Yeah, so they flipped it. So, I mean, you got to think. I can't remember the picks up the top of my head what the Bills have, but you got to think that's fourth. Actually, I think the Bills had a decently high fifth. If I'm not mistaken. I'm just covering the. Yeah, cover. So maybe they trade. Covered. I saw a Bleacher Report before. Just turn it off. Just turn it off. Why don't Put the phone face down. We're 230. Phone face down. Maybe this is Bill's 27 in their fifth round pick. That's like 168. Maybe. I don't know. I, think, I don't know. This is interesting. This could get. I just, I think this would have made, I just think this would have made so much more sense if we like Addison, Jigba, or Flowers on the board. The pick is in. Oh, here he goes. I just don't know who they're picking. I don't either. Last year year is obvious. It looks like they were going to touch a corner. Yeah. This year it's not. But you got to say, when Bean was talking to Bobay earlier that he would trade down, you got to think 
they had low first round grades. This has got to be a player that they have. Like they must have only have one or two more first round grades left. This has got to be the player. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But then who is that first round grade is the big question. Hmm. Like that's why I think it might be tight end. I'd be mad if they drafted tight Why would you keep? We don't even use our number one tight end. I, I, that's, I completely agree with you. Yeah. I it's either that's tight what end. I, said. I think it's got to be tight end or Nolan you'd have, Smith. You'd have to change the I, entire I offense. I'm going to make my prediction right now with Nolan Smith. Stat boy, who you got? No, Nolan Smith or tight end? Or interior defensive line. You can pick one of three. Okay. Joe? I, would, I wouldn't mind another tight end to add to Dawson Knox. Okay. I still say Brian Breezy. Okay, so we got interior defensive line. Hey, right, so like, uh, we got two tight end picks. <laughs> you got a tight end in mind, Mayor or Kincaid? I like Mayor. The soft hands. Yeah. And D. <laughs> At least they're making a pick. We all thought that there's a potential that they trade out of the first round. That would have really sucked. So. Yeah. 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 Let's see. Original theme. They got us on the well, jar. Well, they're not going to sauce. pick. Well, gosh, don't even. There's the draft Any room. Spoilers? Watch the, don't watch the seats. Don't look at the sheets turning out. We got Bean. McKinney, They're not even bro. Terry. Terry. Bean kind of savage. No. Who cares? Who is this guy? Pete Thamel. Never, never heard of him before. Think of a lot of this. He looks like he's chilling. So. We had some mayo in that coffee earlier, and we just vibing. The tape and the pre-draft interviews. That does suck to just be sitting there the entire night. Like, yeah. That's brutal. Pick is in, and Goodell should be reaching the stage. Even, more, even more brutal, rock and the stage on day two. Yeah. Gino? Yeah. Getting right back. And the pick. Canel's on stage. My heart's pounding. I know. Why did we take a tight end? I don't like that pick. We don't even use our top tight end who's. They're looking for the pit. They're looking for the hats. They have it all the way to the bottom. Yeah, I don't think they expected him to get picked by the Buffalo Bills. I don't get. Comment your thoughts. A little speechless. Yeah, me too. I mean, NFL Channel loves it. I guess. Well, I, I will say this: if we're, if we're going to, you know, mute this for seconds, like the TV. Yeah, yeah. Now that we don't need to really hear what's going on, I, I will say this: this has been a guy that's the consensus tight end one on most boards. I think Todd McShay said he's surprised he lasted this long. I think he had him as like the top, maybe the tenth overall prospect. Obviously, people have been commenting that NFL Network loves it. I'm not surprised by that. I think this guy actually is a solid tight end, and I think it's. My, my frustration with the tight end pick is this. I think he's a very good weapon, and I think he could do a lot of things for the Bills. And the Bills did need to improve that second tight end spot opposite Dawson Knox because we, we've seen time and time again the last two seasons 
Dawson Knox get banged up a little bit, and this time we don't have a viable second tight end. Yeah. But the frustration is, like, you have to be able to use this I, guy. Here's I, what I think. I, I think in press conferences we've heard Josh Allen even say we're getting back to something more familiar. I don't think this is a horrible pick because I think they're going to focus more on using their tight ends. And I think now that Tommy Sweeney's out of there and, yes, Quentin Morris and whatnot you had, Dawson Knox and, and this this younger guy, I, I think this is a good – I truthfully – I'm not mad at this. I think this is an okay pick. I really do. I, I think – it's a good – okay, the value is there. This is, this is the tight end one. This is a guy that people thought was going to be in the top half of the first round. The value is totally there. And we wanted skill position. I mean, maybe they feel like they're reinventing the slot with a tight end. Maybe. He's kind of a guy that's not really – like, Mayer is kind of the complete tight end. Like, Michael Mayer, the tight end on Notre Dame, he's the kind of guy that, you know, a little bit of, like, Zach Ertz, like, he'll catch, play in the slot a little bit, but a good inline blocker. Don Kincaid is more of a – I don't want to say Travis Kelsey type, but more of a receiving I, yeah. tight end. No, yeah. And he's... he can play more in the slot, so maybe they think that. I think they're a big – I think this shows that they are big Cleo Securipians – I think this also shows that they wanted to add to the offensive skill position and they wanted to add 10. I just, I don't fully understand the commitment to tight end. Now they've drafted a first round tight end. They now pay Dawson Knox $50 million. Yeah, big money. Yeah. I just, Use them. It's all about, and again, maybe this is the thing of like, they don't know if Gabe Davis is going to be around next year. Maybe they go more lean double tight end. Yeah, I, I think that might be... And that might be the way they're going. And he has a big smile on his face. Yeah, I mean he listen, he also seems like he's a high character guy. They talked about how he um, you know, helped with the foundation regarding uh kids that have special needs. I think yeah. that's awesome. So he seems I, like a great locker room presence and would match. I, well I just with find the team. it comical that his his hat was at the bottom. At the bottom. <laughs> yeah. I'm like a third row. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's because why like, you know, in the beginning no, the rumor was Bill's going for D-Hop trading down. And that, you know what I mean? Wood says it's the ninth best player on the entire big board. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that was a good I'm pick. I should say it, Truthfully. I, I don't think that was an issue pick whatsoever. I, I'm, I'm happy with it. Uh, it's what I was hoping for. I wanted a tight end going into it. But I think... Um, well, I think the thing is this. I, I, you know, final notes on TPK. I know we're going to talk a lot about this next week, but... This is a guy that's tight end. His is it's his name is tight. Like his position is tight end, but he's more of a wide receiver. Yeah. This isn't a guy that's gonna get an inline block. Like Dawson Knox is more of a legit tight end. Mm-hmm. This is a guy that's gonna play really slot receiver. And you know we've been chopping at the bit for an improvement in the slot. I is think it? I think they said to themselves with the flowers off the board, Addison off the board. Jigba off the board, the best available slot in their mind that could fill that need is a tight end in name, but really would help fill that void. So, yeah. I don't think it's a bad pick. I think a lot of people are upset that it's a tight end, but I think if you really look at, study his game, he's more of a big slot. And I think, I just don't really understand the trade-up. Um... But I guess Dallas, you said you thought Dallas lose, you know, with Schultz. Maybe they thought Dallas wanted him at twenty six and they wanted to slowify that. Right. No, I, I I like it. 
I really do. I, I think it was a good pick. I'm excited to see how he meshes with the team, comes around, and where the Bills pick from here. I mean, we're going to be talking about it all next week. You're absolutely right. So I think we've got a good first rounder. I'm I'm content. I'm Daniel happy. Jeremiah says if this league allows Dalton Kincaid to play with Josh Allen, I'm probably going to get what it deserves. So listen, I think I think the consensus is good. This is a big commitment to the offense and the tight end position. Just the weapons. I think the consensus is that this guy is a, has potential to be a stud. I just I, I like it. I don't love it. Mm-hmm. This is the fact that I don't love the trade up. But we don't know. I, I don't fully know. Uh, Dallas might have been interested, maybe, or something like that. So I, I don't know. It could have been Listen, anywhere. They want offense. I think we all want them to go offense. I mean, our statistician over there didn't put the call. Tight end. What a guy. He just, he just knows stuff. This man. Take a bow. Just, there's a reason. Take a, yeah, yeah, bow. What a guy. So did you, big guy. Yeah, I love it. I, I'm truthfully. Well, you love it. I, I like it. I just don't. I'm not all the way. You're not there, there yet. I, I gotcha. I have to see a couple games. Yeah. I got to see how they put them together. I also have to see the rest of the draft workout. I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah. No, for sure. We're going to step aside just for a few moments here, and uh, we will be back shortly. And thank you again for watching. And uh, we'll be right back with some more coverage of the 2023 NFL Draft right here on the Buffalonian Podcast. Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Here, if you want to introduce yourselves one more time just for uh, our show, I'm playing on speaker into the mic. So I'm here with my co-host, Dom, as well. Dom, say hello. Hello. How are you guys? I'm all right. Dan's putting his uh, his headphones on, so he has no idea what's being said right now. But <laughs> nice uh, nice uh, formal introduction. I've seen uh, seen you guys in action, but never had the chance to talk to you outside of Joe. So it's, good. it's like, Joe, when worlds collide, man. I know. Yeah. One of these days, you guys got to get on. Oh yeah, for sure. We'll uh, we'll sort that out <laughs> that bridge when we get there. But the bridge we got across right now is the uh, the pick. We move up, swap first round picks with the Jaguars, and give up a fourth and take a tight end, Dalton Kincaid. I'll let you guys start out. I'm interested what you have to say. I'm still formulating, trying to you know figure out how I feel about it. But so why don't you uh, why don't you guys kick it off? Yeah, uh, you know, it's a similar situation last year when they traded up from 27 to 24 and gave up the fourth round pick to Baltimore to pick Elam. Obviously, they had, you know, we heard all the rumors that they don't have a lot of first round grades among players, and Kincaid must have been one of the last ones on the board, and they must have been worried that uh, Dallas at 26 ahead of them were going to take them. Uh, and I think it's a, I think it's, it's a pick that I like, I don't love. It's a pick that's going to change the offense. And it's up to Ken Dorsey now to adapt the offense, which I'm hesitant that he'll be able to do. But the Bills needed to, you know, win in the middle of the field more than they did last year and make it easier for Josh Allen inside the numbers. And I think Kincaid's more of a big, big slot receiver than a tight end. And it seems like the consensus is every national media loves the selection, loves the value. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, when we're thinking of Dalton Kincaid, I mean, Everybody was thinking that he was going to be gone as soon as he could be. I mean, everybody thought he was going to go to Detroit uh, to fill that hole. But Detroit does some wild card things that nobody ever (laughs) sees coming. And here we are right now where the Bills get finally a number two tight end. I mean, we've been talking about this for years that they've had that hole. Remember they lost Tommy Sweeney this offseason? No matter if you like Sweeney or not or if he did much for this team, he was still 
part of that tight end room. And when he came on the field, he tried to do his best that he could. And now to have Knox, and I know people don't like saying, oh, well, you're paying a blocking tight end so much. And now you're, you're drafting this guy who is like a Travis Kelsey, a good pass catcher. And that could limit receptions for uh, Dawson Knox. And right now, I believe Jacksonville is picking. Yeah, the pick but, is currently in right now. That they're waiting to announce. Uh, they took Anton Harrison. Anton Harrison. So, <laughs> uh, but I, I think Dean, the Buffalo Bills finally screwed over the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, that's how nice it is to say. Uh, and I know, yes, Dallas sometimes get what they want by people screwing them over, but. Dallas drafted a defensive tackle I didn't even know anything about. Like, absolutely nothing. Never heard of him. Never. I, I'm waiting for the Sean McVay clip of, oh, we thought we could take him in the third round. I'm, I'm waiting for that to come out. Uh, but, I, I mean, Joe, you, you, or, you know, you guys said that you aren't really that happy uh, with the pick. I mean, could you elaborate a little bit more on, well. you know? I mean, Dom said he likes it, doesn't love it. I personally love it. I as soon, before we were talking, before we um, chatted about it, we uh, just kind of uh, were picking, and I, I I called tight end along with our statistician Tyler here uh, in in the background. So he uh, him and I both called tight end, and I could not be happier with the tight end they picked because, truthfully, I mean, Dom put it very well uh, before we took a quick break over here. He said that. You know, Dawson Knox is that fully complete tight end, where Kincaid is that receiving tight end who could possibly fill the void of a slot, and he's just a big wide receiver. So I, I really, I do like this and the fact that, you know, we've struggled in the slot position, and a big guy like this really could make that change. It's all up to Dorsey, like Dom said, though, it, it, if it works or not. Like, that's just kind of how it's going to have to be. And I think we're going to see a big change, um, and I think it could work for our benefit, like, majorly, so... Well, I mean, it's, it's all about creating mismatches, and I think Dolan Kincaid is the definition of a mismatch. How are you going to put a linebacker on him? Are you going to put a safety on him when he's big? But I, I just think the, the real question remains is just it's all on Ken Dorsey's shoulder. You know, Brandon Bean's got him this 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 chip, this piece to use, but we, we you know, we, we've seen him all last year struggle to, you know, utilize his pieces to the maximum potential. I do think that the reason why I don't love the pick is I'm concerned you know, how are the Bills going to use 12 personnel? They don't really use it double tight ends. I guess this, this unlocks the potential of Kincaid and Knox, but I, I'm still a little weary on the, the Ken Dorsey uh, part of the whole selection. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with you guys there. I mean, I like the player, but I'm a little skeptical of how he fits into the puzzle because um, he's not really much of an inline guy, but luckily you have Dawson Knox for that. Um seems like you know from what i've been reading briefly here in the time that i've had he's you know a fluid mover he can run routes he can uh, you know bring something to the table whether it's in the slot or splitting out wide so um you know i mean he he does have that mismatch potential you know being you know too athletic for linebackers to cover and too big to try and stick a safety on but my biggest concern is just ken dorsey being able to incorporate him into the offense and just the idea of extending you know giving Dawson Knox all this money to not be utilized like the vertical threat tight end that he is and then to invest a first round pick in a tight end I mean I like the player I'm just 
I'm hesitant because I'm not sure if Dorsey's going to be able to make it happen. But you know what? Um, as far as the player, the talent, I mean, arguably the best tight end in the draft. I mean, you know, Bean said if he wasn't there, they probably would have traded back. Um, you know, they wanted to, they thought Dallas was going to take him, so they jumped, jumped him and took him. But uh, like I said, love the player, but it all comes down to Dorsey if he can you know figure out a way to incorporate him into the offense and use his uh, receiving ability to our advantage yes and the the Bengals have just selected Miles Murphy Miles Murphy yeah so yeah yeah so I thought Rex Ryan was behind that pick but I don't know uh Chris Brown even tweeted out uh about Bean trading up and this is straight from Bean he called the Giants and they let him know that they were going to trade up so as soon as he heard that, he called Jacksonville. They weren't sure, uh, and they waited until they were on the clock, and they got it done. I mean, that, that's what I love about Brandon Bean. Brandon Bean calls his friends. He's like, hey, guys, how are you? I haven't talked to you in a while since the combine. Do you want to, tra- you want to trade with me? Uh, what did they trade? Do you know? A fourth rounder. That's it. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, this year's fourth, number 130. Yeah, it's similar. I th- I don't remember what the pick was. I think 128 might have been the pick last year that they traded to Baltimore to pick up three spots. So yeah, um, it's similar value uh, to what they did last year. But yeah, I mean, this is kind of Brand Brand Bean's mo of a of a guy that's not going to sit back and get his guy you know stolen from him with one pick you know ahead. So you, know, you always got to be thinking ahead that, as a GM and. You know, the, the run of wide receivers in the early 20s was a little concerning, I'm not going to lie, but they were still able to get, a, you know, a dynamic weapon. It's just, as you as you guys have been saying, like, the value is great. I mean, this guy's top 10 on a lot of people's boards. Number one tight end has the skills to be a really special piece in this offense. It's just I, the hesitation for me to give this a, a an A-plus is just, I don't, I, 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 we're really not going to get an answer of how great this pick is until... September, October, when we get a couple of actual real, real speed NFL game action with, you know, Kincaid in the offense. Yeah. One thing I'll say about Brandon Bean is that, you know, he's always going to take best player available. I remember, you know, early on in his tenure here, a quote that he had, he said, drafting for need is a, is a mistake that often sets franchises back for years, and that's something that he would never do as long as he was the Bills GM. He's always going to go with BPA, and I think that was the that was the case here. And as you mentioned, terrific value, terrific player. Um, you know, has the potential, especially obviously catching passes from Josh Allen to do some really special things. But it's, you know, it comes down to Dorsey to put him in spots where he can be, you know, successful, you know, as a big slot or, you know, lined up out wide or maybe even, you know, in the screen game. You see more tight end screens, that type of thing. So... I mean, hats off to Brandon Bean for for going BPA, and you know it's up to Dorsey now. That's what you got to do as the offensive coordinator: put your playmakers in positions to succeed. And whether he can do that or not remains to be seen. You're still listening to the Blitz on ninety one point three FM, joined by the Buffalo Podcast. Are are you guys in any way worried about Kincaid's back injury? That's been a huge point. Uh, it, it kept him out of play for a long time last season, and he just got cleared on April 12th by his personal doctor. And Bean said that his uh, the Bills' doctors checked him out, and they cleared him too. I mean, is that a worry in the long run, or at least for right now, as a first-round pick? Um, I mean, it's obviously a concern, but I think you had to trust that the Bills – as you said, got their doctors to look into and they, they're comfortable selecting him and trading up and 
trading assets to go, you know, select him. I think, yeah, it's always a concern when a when a player that that caliber kind of has a little bit of a red flag in the medicals. But I think the Bills organization has always been really strong of injuries. I mean, we saw it last year how of all those guys going down, they didn't rush any of them really back. They made sure that they took their time to try and, you know, get as healthy as they possibly can be. And that's also in season. I think off season, you know, we've seen the Bills invest so much into, you know, the facility and the the training and the the staff. And I think, yeah, I think they believe in their culture and what the, their organization is built on that they're, that the back injury isn't a big enough concern for them not to have selected him at 25th overall. Yeah, I'm pretty much on the same page with that. I feel like, um, you know, if, if we verified it as well as as the team doctors, I, I'm I'm okay with it. I mean, people come back from injuries in, in variable ways, of course. But if our guys say it's okay and his guys do, it's uh, it's all good with me. I feel like, you know, and we, we've got time before games are played. So I feel like he's got some time to recover and whatnot and ample time, ample time to be ready to go and figure out what exactly, if there are any more issues, needs to be done to, to stop them. So... But yeah, his workload's not going to be as significant this year as it was, say, last year. Like, he caught 70 passes last season in college. He's not catching 70 passes next year. He'll lucky if he probably gets half that. I think maybe like 35, 40 would be more realistic. So he's not going to have to shoulder as much of a load offensively with all the mouths you have to feed on offense, you know, depending on how involved Naheem Hines is. You know, in the offense, you know, James Cook is going to catch a couple passes per game. Obviously, Stephon Diggs is going to get the lion's share of the targets. You know, Gabe Davis, Shakir, depending on if he's able to break out. So it's not like he's going to be, you know, constantly getting bruised and battered out there. He's not going to be targeted all that much. He's going to be relatively low in the pecking order, I would imagine, especially to start out. So that, coupled with the fact that, you know, we have an exceptional medical staff, training staff, facilities, um, and we've had pretty good injury luck these past couple of years. Really, last year was the first time in a while that we've gotten absolutely decimated by the injury bug. So I'm not too worried about it. I have faith in, in our medical staff. I don't see why there would be any reason not to. And what the best thing is, I, I the Buffalo Bills just uh, quote tweeted a tweet from Skip Bayless, everybody's favorite <laughs> Yeah, Skip was not happy. <laughs> Please let Dalton Kincaid fall to my Dallas Cowboys. No, get wrecked. No. Loser. No. The, the other question at hand, is there still a chance the Buffalo Bills trade for DeAndre Hopkins? I think there's always a chance, right? I mean, it's I feel like it's tough, but the Saints also just picked Brian Brees as well. Um, Brise, however you say his last name. Uh, defensive tackle from Clemson. It's another Clemson guy, Rex Ryan, in the ear of someone else. But, um, no, I think... Um, Sorry, what was what was the question again? Sorry, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. I think DeAndre. I think there's always a little bit of hope, but at the same time, the longer we go and the more picks we use up, I feel like the less likely in the draft it's traded. Maybe something comes later on. I guess I don't know. I feel like I don't know. What do you What do you think, Dom? Basically, going into it. Well, you know, being quoted that if Kincaid was not on the board, they would have traded back. I think. The option for the Hopkins trade would have been maybe surrounding them trading back with Arizona with that 34th overall selection that Arizona had. But once Arizona traded up from 12 to 6 to Detroit and traded that pick, um, it just seemed to me that it was pretty unlikely that a Hopkins trade would happen. If it didn't happen before the draft, it it was going to happen in the first round after the 34th pick got traded to Detroit. So 
I mean, could it still happen? Sure. Would I be shocked? Absolutely. Because I just think at that point, you just have so many mouths to feed. There's just not enough. There's just not enough to go around. I'd rather, right. I'd rather just see the Bills keep keep their draft capital. They only have, what, four more picks left after trading the fourth round pick. So I'd like to just see the Bills add, you know, to the spots in the draft that they think they have a recurrent weakness. Yeah, I would agree. I think at this point, Gabe Davis has shown enough where you can have faith with him going into the season as a wide receiver too. Sure, there's been some inconsistency, but I think part of that could be attributed to injury. He was playing on a bum ankle for a little bit last year, so um, I think you have enough faith with, with Gabe Davis, and now you bring in this guy, Kincaid, who can be kind of a weapon X as far as where you line him up, so I'd like to see him just hold on to the picks and um, you know address some other needs. I still think we need to look at offensive line. Um, Linebacker. Yeah, we need to look at linebacker and then maybe just some, some depth pieces here and there, but uh, maybe along the defensive line, late, perhaps cornerback, I don't know, but I'd like to see him hold on to the picks. I mean, if the market for DeAndre Hopkins completely dries up, I mean, I know this sounds asinine to say, but who's to say he doesn't just get cut outright? I mean, that could happen. He carries, you know, a high cap number. He's getting up there in age, so if the market dries up, you might just be able to get him for free on the free agency market, depending on how that all shakes out but I think we have a bevy of pass catchers you know, just apart from wide receiver obviously with our running backs and now our tight ends that we need to uh, allocate those resources elsewhere as much of a, uh, a luxury as DeAndre Hopkins would be I think at this point it's not a necessity. Now I, I did want to get your guys thoughts on the one I think really wild card pick from this draft so far uh, if there weren't enough wild card picks already, Jameer Gibbs going to the Detroit Lions. I want to get your thoughts because, uh, you know, me and Tanner gave our thoughts and we were left astonished. We we had no words to say. Uh, what were your guys' thoughts when that pick went over the air? Oh, you could say the same for us. I mean, we we had our hands on our head. Dom got up and walked away from the table for a minute. Um, it was just kind of utter disbelief. Like we we were talking about how we wanted to be Lions fans and like you know like. Like, you know, we want to see him draft well, and it, it, they just, they did not. Like, we thought with the move they made right away um, that they were going to do something exciting, something good. Nope, they whiffed on two picks, and it was just, uh, we didn't know really what to say. Kind of speechless, I feel like, at that point. Um, but, yeah, not what I was expecting. And, Dan, you're absolutely right. Wild cards, that's one of the many that have happened tonight. So, I mean... I use the word what exasperating or something like that. Like I, I don't know, it's something something wild. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Gibbs was there was smoke that he might be the pick at twenty seven with the Bills, so I was pretty relieved that he wouldn't at least be on the board for them to, to select. But yeah, I think we were we were both kind of shocked. I mean, they draft, they traded back from six to twelve. We thought they were just thinking of drafting the corner uh, Gonzalez out of Oregon, and I mean, they just make two of the most reach picks you could possibly have you know Gibbs really an end of first round talent and Jack Campbell really mid second round and they got them both at 12 and 18 just I I just frankly was very bummed if I was a Lions fan but luckily we were not yes uh you know you guys I I I think that's gonna do it for questions on our side I think we'll let you guys go while we wrap up here Oh yeah. I don't know what you guys are doing. No, we're about uh, we're going to wrap up as well. We're going to finish out the the last couple picks and then call it a night after 3 hours and 40 minutes or whatever of a straight NFL draft. So, now, 
why don't you guys shout out your socials, tell the people where they can find you on the internet. You can find me on Instagram at Joe Cali, on Twitter at the Buffalonian, and of course on yours truly right here on the Buffalonian podcast. Dom, do you have a Twitter? At Dominic Loss on Twitter, and again, right on the Buffalonian podcast. So, will we will we see tomorrow in studio, Joe? That that is up for questioning, just based on family scheduling. But most likely, yes. So we can chit chat quite a bit tomorrow about all of this good stuff. So, but yeah, thanks for having us on, guys. We appreciate it. Uh, it's been it's been quite a draft so far, and looking forward to talking about it over the next week. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Have a good one. Yeah, you too, guys. See you guys. Uh, have a good rest of your draft. Hope you guys. Happy draft uh, day. Alrighty, that right there was the Blitz crew on 91.3 FM WBNY. Hey, right, well, we're going to step aside here for a couple minutes, and we'll be right back with the finale of the 2023 NFL first round of the draft on the Buffalonian podcast. Round two tomorrow. Without further ado, that's going to end it for this edition, special edition of the Buffalonian Podcast, our NFL 2023 first round draft special. I'm Joe Kelly, and I was joined by Dom Loss, Mike Marino, and our statistician, Ginge, back there. Dom, Mike, and Ginge. I don't know if you can, we always do a Go Bills at the end. So if you want to, if you want to, if you want to hop in with the Go Bills while I, while I get our outro ready to go. Go Bills, baby. Go Bills. Go Sabres. Go Bills. (laughs) 